You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. So we'll be talking about ABC, the lexicon of love. On the line, I have Rob. R.O.B. Ben. Lexicon of me. Who's got the look? John. Hip, hip, hooray, yay. You did, you did. (laughs) The lexicon of love is the debut studio album by the English pop band ABC. It was released in June 1982 by Neutron Records in the UK, Mercury in the US, and Japan. And the producer was Trevor Horn, uh, Steve Brown, and the genre is New Wave, Synth Pop, Sophisto Pop. Uh, I'm going to read from BBC.com, Rob Webb. ABC appeared at a turning point in pop as a rough and tumble of the post-punk gave way to a more sophisticated, loathsome Brit funk Decked out in tailored suits and gold lame, the Sheffield Quartet, fronted by elegant Martin Fry, pounced onto dance floors in October 1981 with their splendid Tears Are Not Enough. Poison Arrow kept the blood circulating during the bitter winter of early 1982 before the third single, The Look of Love, became their biggest hit. Then came the much-anticipated album, The Lexicon of Love. Now over two decades later, their definitive statement. Band and producer Trevor Horn gelled immediately when they when they met to record. Horn described Fry's songs as, quote, like disco, but in a Bob Dylan way, end quote. Dance music had rarely been as literate. The Lexicon of Love stands as a landmark album in British pop. The synthetic 80s drum thwax and chic-esque bass lines sound better now than ever it gave disco a whole new vocabulary and helped pave the way for dance movement of the late 80s and 90s this album replenishes mind body and soul all right what do we think of abc the lexicon of love i don't I think that this. reviewer is wrong <laughs> yeah he's dead wrong man. man i like dance music <laughs> so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the turd in the punch bowl on this one i, I mean i no, you're, you're going to be the punch in the turd bowl, buddy. That's right, baby. I'm all punch. No, I'm not all punch. There's, there's some turd, but, but that's, I'm good with that. I'll, I'll let you guys float around. Gets to bobbing. I'm not here for this kind of music. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's. I tried. I'm trying more and more to figure out why Human League, uh, Lexicon of Love, Heaven, Heaven Seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, and, and some of those bands. I just. It's this like disco poppy 80s element that is something is just doesn't strike me. It's weird that more often than not, Trevor Horn's in the room when previous to 
these past few months of us uh, covering these British synth pop bands that he's been producing, I only knew him from the Buggles and Yes, none of which like Buggles are uh, like electro pop, but they don't sound like this. You know, like it's just so weird that Trevor Horn's always there. Well, but I, I think Trevor Horn is one of the four people in the UK who has a Fairlight CMI at the time. Oh, you might be right. So that's that's part of it. Is is he's got he's got one of the four Fairlight CMIs. He's got some of the Lin drum machines. This is the LM1, which is the first Lin drum machine. Like there's 525 of these that were ever made, you know? So if you got the, it's like, this is the story. If you got the tech, you're going to be the guy people go to. He's got a full-time programmer rocking the Fairlight, uh, uh, JJ Jeselnik. Like he's the guy you go to. Yeah. And if you don't like the sound, you don't like the sound. But I, I think it's, it's got, it's got I, things that are going to lend to cooler stuff in the future. And Mm -hmm. If I can step back and look at this as like, man, look at this like plastic as fuck pop. It's the age of of plastic, right, Rob? It is the age of plastic. The the fact fact that we aren't talking about the buggles is is a a real real problem with this book. But no, uh, I'm going to refute you just a little bit, John. The sounds in the like. Okay, so the sounds that are happening in our ears right now were fucking, like, extraordinary in 1981. This was like, holy shit, I've never heard anything that sounded like this. That's crazy. And it's dated to our ears now. But we're going to be going to Prince 1999. He's using these same fucking sounds, and it sounds fucking rad. So yep. this, is not a, yep. this, is, this is not a problem with ear fatigue. This is a problem with the songs. Well, They're not yeah. good. No, to- these songs are not good. They are plastic garbage, but sometimes I want to look at some plastic garbage and be like, look at, look at these tchotchkes. Look at this crap. Sure. You know, like I like Duran Duran, you okay. know, <laughs> I, I love Duran Duran. I've yeah. been yelling about how excited I am for Rio for years now, Sure, <laughs> but um, I'd always heard poison arrow and the look of love. I've heard those songs a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You know, they always come up new wave stations or on a playlist, you know, and those songs, you know, I never like looked them up. Like I never like really wondered who did them. I was like, oh, here's that song, you know. Um, yeah, dude. Same. And the look of love, like I, th- I think these songs are kind of funny. Like the look of love, like I sing that song to my cats when they're kind of giving me that look, you know. <laughs> I want pets. And I'm like, that's the look of love. And Poison <laughs> Arrow, I think, is funny. You know, like who stole my heart? You, you did, did, you did, you did. <laughs> and I, you know, you think you're smart, stupid, yeah, stupid, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lyrics are stupid. I was just, if I brought these lyrics to the sump pumps, you know, back to the tank, <laughs> kicked out of the band. Um, so this album kind of broke my brain a little bit because I, I do appreciate it as like a not like a missing link, but like a stepping stone to stuff that I really like, but. Uh, and I, and I have a lot of stars next to a lot of these songs, but it it also sounds like watered down Duran Duran. It sounds, yeah. you know, I was reading about how they were trying to fuse like disco and punk. And I was like, Mm-mm, like you, you <laughs> sanded the edges off, like until you've just got a circle like. Yeah. And and sometimes in the mood for it, it sounds, you know, it's ear pleasing. But I was I was kind of dreading talking about this record because I couldn't land squarely on anything. So, oh, it, and it, I listened to this record like a lot. Yeah, it, this should have this should have sunk in a little bit harder. Are you saying that it didn't sink in more for you, or no, it didn't? Because I and, listened to this uh, a lot. I never got there. And if you listen to it, you know, three, four times, and it's it's still not 
you're you're not tracking with it. It just I don't think it's going to happen. This week on bands that are hard to Google, why does ABC <laughs> not stand for anything? What like why is it not an acronym? I don't understand. Another bad creation, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but that's a different. Like I, 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 I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, that stands for something. <laughs> you can't just call your band three letters and those letters have no meaning. They're the it's first funny. three letters. <laughs> this is another record that I was shocked that did so well in the UK. Like So well. Dude, there's got to be something in the water, man. So I think that's why I can appreciate this album is that I'm not looking for it to be anything. <laughs> I'm looking at it as just like, these are noises. It is dumb. It's a show. If you just look at it. It's a show. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, I'm just stepping back. It, it doesn't sink in because plastic floats. This is on the top. You know, you're not getting anything amazingly nuanced. And that's the funniest part about it is because I think he's really like, they're really trying to make it be like, this is deep and personal. This is a breakup album for the lead singer. The the goodbye on the look of love is the actual girl who broke up with him. He got her to come back just to say goodbye on his album. Like, really yeah oh i'm sorry that is fucking lame <laughs> right? exactly but like embrace the suck right like oh i don't know that's uh, where i'm i'm getting a little bit of enjoyment you know i when i picture this album i picture someone thinking about the production of off the wall something like that right where they're just like it's disco. It's big. You know, it's it's flashy. They have gold lame suits. They sure to, do. They're trying to bring back that <laughs> that era of. I mean, they were ha, said they wanted to harken back to you know Cole Porter and you know these these what? old standards in a modern way. No, that's a direct quote. They wanted to harken back to Cole Porter and his ilk, but in a very modern way. They also, like you said, wanted to fuse punk and disco they wanted to be this like sophisticated attitude and i get that like when you go see this as a show they wanted to be showmen right they wanted to present themselves in a certain way that's why they traveled with a was it 12 piece band and a you know string section and horns and so i get that it's a show but at the same time i i'm not going to this show i'm not no, there's plenty of shows I'm not going to be excited for these songs, maybe in a club, you know, if this was mixed in for a dance club. Yeah, makes sense. It tracks. I mean, it's it's very chic esque. So you could, I'd, you know, I'd go to the show, but I'm, I'm pretty hard up for shows. these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been alone for a long time. <laughs> Quarantine would make you go to an ABC show. Yeah. Yeah. Would you know just what to do? I don't know though it's it's just also i'm not a big fan of his the way he sings if you can't get over martin fry's vocal affectations then um that's difficult someone s- someone was saying that terrible lyrics right 
in that write-up by Ron Webb from BBC Review, I left out this part that says, only Elvis Costello's Imperial Bedroom rivals this album for the smartness lyrics of 1982. Stupid, horse shit. stupid. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I'm not here for this. Uh, I did, though... So in the in the bonus tracks, there's uh, the theme for Man Trap, which is just a loungy version of Poison Arrow. That that I like that better than anything on the record. Actually, it, they, it's pretty cool. ABC goes on later, um, I think, on an album called '80s Recovered to do a lounge version of Radiohead's High and Dry. It's pretty good. Is it good? <laughs> I can't tell. If, you're frozen. I can't tell if you're being facetious. Oh, I'm being serious. I liked it. I mean. If you that's the thing is I think if you take this as plastic varnish and apply it, it's and you're like, okay, this is what it's for. It's for this. And and don't try to take it as anything else. Then you're like, okay, I get it. This is what it's for. I like it for that purpose. Here here's my thing with the with the plastic varnish analogy. So th- this is a band that they're trying to be serious and deep, but they're coming off as plastic. Whereas, you know, we've already brought up the buggles uh, with Trevor Horn that album the age of plastic they are going for plastic disposable but yet the songs are surprisingly profound mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. yeah you know? that smokes this it yeah. does smokes yeah it. <laughs> yeah i think the only enjoyment that can come from this album is if you look at it with like jaded ironic eyes and which is sad you shouldn't have to look at an album that way to like it but that's that's what i'm doing because i want to hear something i like uh and that's where i'm getting my pleasure out of this album. i mean if you're a fan of this like funky disco uh, 80s funky disco stuff i i can absolutely see people really liking this album wait till they hear 1999 yeah yeah, yeah that's the real minnesota sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that was my problem was just the the sum of the parts just didn't add up for me i mean on paper i love this band i, I love dancey stuff i love you know post-punk and disco and this is just i mean it's not bad it's kind of threw me for a loop just because i i don't yeah. love it I kind of like it. We can can say it. He scats. He scats on date stamp. And that's a, that's a, that's a deal breaker. So that's fine. We can, we can say it. (laughs) I I did have a star next to date stamp. So (laughs) So, some people get a scat pass, but uh, maybe, maybe not Mark Fry or Martin Fry. (laughs) Did you guys read that? He like made a sequel to this like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like 2016 or something. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, this also produced. They also produced a high concept music video, uh, a spy pastiche called "Man Trap" uh, by Julie Temple. Uh, it was a. It was like a fifty-five minute uh, video that was released on Laserdisc. <laughs> so that would be um, what the theme from "Man Trap" is from. Yes, I imagine. Yes, right. I did watch part of it. It's very unwatchable <laughs> is it is that one is the is a love interest in that one uh played by lisa vanderpump i don't know she, she's she's the love interest in the music video for poison arrow later to be yeah, famous the, from beverly hills real wives of beverly hills and vanderpump rules yep you're right oh uh, uh carrie my wife uh is way into that vanderpump rules show so that's how i know who lisa vanderpump is <laughs> interesting Oh. Does she ever mention this band on that show? No, no. But there I, you I, go. 
<laughs> well, I, I no, I, I don't know oh. because I've never seen an episode of the show. My house has multiple rooms. Mm. Is the thing. So I. Humble <laughs> <laughs> <I, I>, <laughs> break. La <laughs> dee da! I can walk away from the TV. <laughs> uh, I did, also did not know that this is the second Br- was considered "quote unquote" the second British invasion, consisting of musical acts from the UK that became popular in the US early to mid 1980s, primarily due to the cable music channel MTV. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I don't think ABC ever invaded the United (laughs) States. Yeah. I, if they invaded, i missed it. Who, 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 who joined them in their invasion? I could see them sing some bands. Yeah. Oh, I do like those horns. (laughs) The look of love. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I was I was wondering I was like what don't I get about this band and, and Claire walked in and she was like they're cheesy I was like oh <laughs> like that's not a word I usually use to describe anything but I was like yeah this is cheese it's mm-hmm. it's cheese it's Velveeta yeah 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 it's it's funny when you miss the mark of but that's like that's a solid schmaltz or solid cheese it's like if you don't know what sophisticated is and you're trying for it and you push it so hard it falls really easy into cheese yeah like that's a classic yeah. cheese. You know, if you fall on the camp side of that, then it's cool because it's like uh, self-realization. But this is not on the camp side of this. This is on the schlock. This is on the schlock side. These guys are wearing keyboard ties for real. Yeah, they're trying. (laughs) 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 They're plugged into amps, and that's what they play. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like we're we're going to be getting Frankie goes to Hollywood. We're, we're we're getting that pleasure dome uh record and i'd rather listen to that than this i <laughs> you're right the soft cell i'm thinking about soft cell now in conjunction with this band and that soft cell is camp i mean they go yeah so sex over dwarf. the top yeah sex dwarf mm-hmm. and <laughs> i i much prefer sex soft cell dwarf. to abc based on the two albums i've heard right yeah i was just trying to put it together like sure this is like a a you know knitted blanket with human league here soft cell you know (laughs) where do they all fall into the spectrum and they fall into the disco era but only yeah only that plastic only that what's on the surface wow (laughs) (laughs) there's so many whoa woes in the look of love (laughs) and i can't unhear them now (laughs) It's it's like new wave Tom Jones. Yes, Tom Jones. That was who I was, I was trying to think of. Uh, I, I, yeah, I do like Tom Jones. I love though. Tom Jones. This guy's no Tom yeah. Jones, but he's trying to be. It, he's trying to be. Yeah, and more power to him. That is a that is a good goal. Do you remember Keep that time it. your mom got me a Kraftwerk album? On, on yes. vinyl, and then I opened yes. it up, and there was a Tom Jones record. That's <laughs> like Tom Jones goes country. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you know she listens you guys that's you guys kind of, yeah that, up, that's uh, kind of what this feels like craft work by the way of tom jones it's just <laughs> uh did you guys look up christ gas review for this no i did not enlighten me mm-hmm. since bowie and fairy sold surface in disguise back when they were supposedly saving rock and roll i don't worry about this tribute band's lack of depth Martin Fry's candid camp and admin phrasing don't just 
don't fully justify his histrionic flights, but they do give him room to be clever, which is clearly his calling. Some of these synthetic funk rhythms make me laugh out loud. Ha <laughs> ha And he's an ace brutal writer. If that's the trash aesthetic, I suggest that we forget it. Not when your throwaways include Bon Mott's like looking for the girl who meets supply with demand. <laughs> A minus. A minus. A minus. Yeah. There's there's Fucking some Christ Scout loves this shit. Because I think he gets it. Like there's lines like school for scandal. Guess who's enrolled? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good line. Yeah, that's all Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's a good line if John Waters or Fred Schneider delivers it. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. Oh yeah. man, I wish that was a Fred Schneider line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he could definitely. Guess who's enrolled? <laughs> School for scandals. Guess who's enrolled? Who broke my heart. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. <laughs> you there did. You it was you. Now it works. <laughs> <laughs> you fixed it. And it was you. <laughs> His name was you. Through my heart. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Someone broke my heart. His name was you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we made it better. <laughs> There's very few albums that wouldn't be made better by the Fred Schneider delivery. That's true. Okay, so after the Lexicon World Tour, um, it marked the end of the classic lineup. Following a gig in Japan, the drummer David Palmer jumped ship to join Japanese electric electro band Ele- uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra. Oh, oh no shit. Prompting cool. Fry to flush his gold lame suit down the toilet, which did not <laughs> flush all the way because... Oh, really? You can't, flush a whole suit. Yeah. you can't flush a suit <laughs> <laughs> and he, he realized that like 80% of this band is named either David or Mark <laughs> <laughs> and then when David left they replaced him with yet another David <laughs> uh, David Palmer was replaced by uh, David Robinson not the basketball player Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I can say about this album though is the production quality is very very good they yeah, do a very, very good cool. job. It's recorded very well. The, I mean, it's it's very very prof- professional, almost Tre- overly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What, what was it? We we had another Trevor Horn production. Just it feels like just a few weeks ago. Was it? It wasn't. It wasn't Human League. It was. It was another one of these synth pop groups. Was it Heaven Seventeen? It might have been. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the production's cool, and. So e- even though I know I said earlier, I don't hear much buggles or yes in his productions of different bands. But I was saying that while we were listening to Poison Arrow and I totally get some owner of a lonely heart vibes in Poison Arrow. Mm. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he also produced that, uh, that Frankie goes the Hollywood record because the song that's in our ears right now sounds exactly like the baseline from yes, uh, Relax. He did produce Frankie goes to Hollywood as well. Yeah. Wow. Sounds a go. lot like date stamp. 
I, w- I wish I wish we got that Buggles album. Maybe maybe one less uh, Dexys Midnight Runners record so we can cover the Buggles. Oh, the Age of Plastic is so good. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. So we're listening to, what is this, All of My Heart. Yeah. It's the- All this of is- My Heart, no stars. <laughs> no stars. <laughs> yeah, this is this one really took it down for me. I was like, yeah, I okay. checked my watch on this one. I was like, okay, I can get behind some of the, you know, it's dancey, it's it's kind of fun, and then this one came on, I was like, oh. Yeah, I hate to sound like a sourpuss, because... I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I was the same way. Uh, on all, the, those... all the elements are there. It's just, yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't meet the mark. Like this song is a crappier, like, you know, Brat Pack movie song, you know, like, exactly. like it's, it's trying. It just doesn't, it just doesn't reach it. We've got OMD for that. Thank you very much. Exactly. And they do yeah. a fine job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you slice it. I, <laughs> I was I was being the punch for this, you know, for the purposes of of trying to say there's some redeeming value. But I think how do you guys feel about it? Yeah. How do we feel? I feel like these strings are preposterous. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Uh, I think I'm going to land on neutral. I don't find it overly offensive to me. I just don't think it's crucial. One uh, probably within hours of recording this podcast, I'm going to forget that the band ABC was ever a thing and probably never think about them again for the rest of my life until like Poison Arrow comes on some throwback Thursday thing, you know. But that being said, you know, I don't reach my hand to turn it off. I don't hate it. So I guess neutral. I just don't know why we're talking about it. Yeah, if I can piggyback on that, Ben, I agree. Like how I had always heard these songs, but never Shazam them. So I was like, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know, right <laughs> that's not how i felt about this whole this whole record it was like oh it's them i like singing that song to my cat um, <laughs> neutral oh yeah i mean although i i took the the debate position to try to give this some some buoyancy uh, yeah it's it's neutral like i'm never gonna buy this album i'm never gonna listen to these songs um but you know i i see where they're trying to go and i see how some people could you know, if this was the first time they'd ever heard this, jump on it and make these songs special for them. It's just, you know, looking back at it, it's just not good. Could we make the argument that ABC walked so Pet Shop Boys could run? Yeah, maybe tangentially. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe. I, I don't, I don't care about this walk. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this walk, this walk is. Um, this metaphor is stupid. It's just not my jam, guys. Like. uh and it's it's not it's not it's not bad. Like I never turned it off when I was listening to it, but I wished I was listening to something else. Like it was mm-hmm. homework. This felt like homework to me, which yeah. I and you know fucking eight times going through this record, and I still kind of like I'm still on the like I don't want to listen to this anymore. So now nah, fuck it. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Rob, you went into this. We started this with you being positive on this. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. motherfucker. I'm I'm with negative. Rob on this. I'm just gonna go negative because uh-huh. I I'm the same with Ben. I'm, I'll just turn it off. I'll never revisit this band. I will won't check anything else they have. I will would never recommend this to anyone. I'm um, switching to positive. So <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Also, I mean, 
I know it's apples to oranges for some bands or for some things, but I mean, we're not going to get Let's Dance by Bowie. We're, you know, it's just. Wait, there's... we're not getting Let's Dance? No. We're not getting Isn't that Bowie, like his dude. biggest selling album? <laughs> you don't have to tell me, but there's just like some things that it, it's like, don't. Why is why is ABC held up? Yeah, they did a good job with an album and the production is is clean, polished and it's danceable. But I don't know. Yeah, there's so, so much other that that you could point to and say, yeah, this 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 grew into all these other. Th- I, I just don't see ABC um, for me being being a band like that. But I mean, so many critics thought this was amazing. So, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot Maybe of cocaine flowing around 1981. So, uh-huh. I I will say it does. I mean, there is something about it that introduces this the electric, you know, disco. I guess you could say. And I'm not into it, but as they, opposed to that acoustic disco, they did it. Yeah, really. I I would say the nonsense analog disco, analog disco, like chic. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 You don't have you don't have the this bass just this needs to go away. It sounds <laughs> like the the soundtrack to the Ninja Turtles movie when that, that funky little bass when they're skateboarding around in the sewers. <laughs> well, uh, are, are you talking about what's in our cans right now? Yes. Yeah. This is forever together. Forever together. Cowabunga. Strangely enough. The person who does the keyboards is Ann Dudley, who later went on to do the full Monty score. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, she's got chops. And, like, this is probably one of the better songs on the album. <laughs> yeah, I do have a star by it. I will say, that, yeah, this is Forever Together is, is kind it's of a probably my favorite song on the record. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, is that a guitar? I'm excited now. Yeah. Ninja Turtles <laughs> in the Stewart? Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next time we'll be talking about Prince, 1999. All right, thanks, y'all. Sincerely 